Hello, and welcome to your weekly dose of higher consciousness. I'm your happy host and trumpeter of truth, Liz Garcia. And today I have a topic that is near and dear, maybe not dear, but near to many people's heart. And that's how to deal with depression. And I wanted to share my experience with depression that came upon me yesterday. And I want to share with how I dealt with it and my observation of what transpired during the process. But we, before we get into that, how to deal with depression and the causes of depression, we'll talk about causes, natural remedies. I'm not a doctor. I'm just using my understanding of levels of consciousness and how to look at the topic and how you, as an individual, may be able to deal with some of it on your own. I'm not saying you should. I know how severe depression can be and you need a doctor's help, but this could be something that you could try on your own. It ain't gonna kill you and see how it goes. But before we get started, I would like to mention our loving sponsor, the mindbodyspiritnetwork.com. It's an online portal for alternative, holistic, and transformational types of service providers. It's also a portal for really fascinating um, free online events and webinars. And we partner with the Shift Network and Sounds True and other um, well-known mind, body, spirit types of organizations to bring you interesting online events that can lead you down the road to further education on any of these topics as they all lead to some sort of live online workshop or course. The Mind, Body, Spirit Network is also an online portal for all kinds of alternative and holistic online courses that you can take at your own convenience. They're always available online. You don't have to be someplace at a certain place in time like some of these Shift Network events. And finally, um, some other interesting things that we provide in our portal is a uh, a connection to some online support groups, online personal development and self-help groups. And we have two so far, and I have a bunch of people that are, are creating their own online self-help group. And this might be a great way for you to connect with your own self-healing with like-minded individuals. So after this, head on over to the Mind, Body, Spirit Network. Check it out. We got two podcasts, interviews, this, your weekly dose of higher consciousness, blog posts, you name it, we got it. So every week I have a particular format I'd like to, to um, stick to so you guys can feel like, you know, there's a particular part of the podcast you or video cast you really like to listen in on. And the first thing I'd like to start with, since my, my little tag line for your weekly dose of higher consciousness is, Simple steps for how to be happy and love yourself by learning how to let go of it all. And that's kind of the point of this podcast is to help you let go of buried emotions that are really driving your behavior and your thoughts. And when you let them go, you really pull the plug on a lot of stuff above it. You know, it's like I, liked, I liken it to that Jenga block game and you have all these blocks zigzagged across each other. And if you pull a block out from the bottom, the whole thing collapses. That's kind of 
I mean, you don't want it to in the game, I think. I'm not sure how that game works, but in the letting go technique, the point is to let go of those deep-seated emotions that don't serve you, and they unravel all kinds of crud above it. So that's the point of this um, podcast, and today we're going to learn some more about letting go in re- as it relates to how to deal with depression, which I know is a, it's a, depression is no fun. I know it. I've been there. I'm not chronically depressed like many people can be, and I have total compassion and understanding for the condition and you think like you're stuck and maybe you're not. I think I might have a solution worth trying. (laughs) So um, another thing I like to share is, so the first thing I share is Dr. Hawkins' book, and let me grab it. (laughs) It's called his book of slides. And um, it was compiled by some of his students after he passed in 2012. And part of the book is his 101 Ways to Happiness. And since part of my tagline is how to be happy, I like to share one of Dr. Hawkins' 101 tips to happiness. And this week, we are on to number 11. And the the ways to happiness on number 11 is to be pleased with the direction or alignment of where you want to be in your life, whatever goals you have set for yourself, instead of just meeting the goals, right? Enjoy the ride, smell the roses along the way. He's really suggesting that um, to not be present during, during the process of aligning with what you want, it's kind of empty or can be empty if you're not present with the whole process along the way. And I happened to watch an interview with Demi Moore on Jimmy Fallon recently. And she kind of brought up this interesting observation of her own life. She just wrote a memoir about her life. And she apparently had a pretty hard childhood. She didn't go into details, but I imagine it's in her memoir. And what she realized was that in order to feel worthy, in order to feel justified of being born at all, she was always running, 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 trying to prove, prove, prove her worthiness. And she became very successful. But she had to admit that she was so much in fight or flight. And that's what she was in because I've not recognized it in myself. I didn't know it. Until I heard about fight or flight, I'm like, I've been in fight or flight for decades, and I didn't know it. And she kind of admitted it that um, she didn't enjoy all of her successes along the way necessarily because she was always running, running, trying to prove her worthiness of being born. And I mentioned it before, unworthiness in this world is insidious, and it's in all of us in consciousness just by virtue of the fact we're all on the planet together. We're all thinking similar thoughts. So the way you feel about yourself is really kind of the key to unlocking your own happiness and worthiness. But today's 101 Ways to Happiness is pointing at that, that be joyful and appreciate every step of the way. I mean, you can't hear it enough. Appreciation is huge in consciousness. And consciousness when you appreciate, 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 the attractor field of appreciation 
has got to be responsive. It responds to your appreciation by providing more for you to appreciate. That's kind of how it works. I'm pretty certain. <laughs> and if you listen to Abraham and the teachings of Abraham with Esther and Jerry Hicks, they're always saying the same thing, right? Whatever you're giving your attention to, you're attracting that into your life, whether it's positive or negative. So appreciate every step along the way. And I always like to say, we're here for eternity. What's the rush? <laughs> Enjoy the whole process. There is no rush. And when you're operating from lower low levels of consciousness, this is kind of a, a signal that you are, that you're in a big fat hurry to achieve something because you're trying to prove yourself and let, and see, say, say, Hey world, I'm not that unworthy. Look what I did when you don't have to do that. So be pleased with the direction or alignment of your life instead of just the end goal, the completion. Enjoy the ride. Uh, and then next up every week, I have what I call your weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz. And this week, we're taking a look at um, public service organizations. So I want you to think about or feel your way. This is a good start to feel. What do these organizations feel like? This is a good practice for your own intuition and understanding of consciousness. Which of these organizations feels of highest consciousness? Now, they are all of higher consciousness. They are all positive aspect oriented. So nothing is low, nothing is low vibe. It's all high vibe organizations. The first one is 4-H clubs. And when I was growing up, I belonged to a 4-H club. And if you don't know what they are, they're community organizations around farm animals, essentially, I think. And understanding how to take care of anim farm animals, bring them to fairs to show them, you know, if you, if you raise sheep or cows or chickens or ducks and turkeys, you can bring them to fairs to have them um, rated as to their health and well-being and how well you've raised them type of thing. So Forage Clubs is one of the public service organizations that I belonged to as a, as a young kid. And at the time we were raising, I, was, I grew up in, on the South Shore of Massachusetts in Situate, and we raised chickens, guinea hens, turkeys, ducks, and I think that's it. We had kitty cats along the way. And um, it was fun to be a part of that, except for as part of the 4-H club, you raise turkeys together and then you slaughter them together. That was not any fun. I was not too pleased to be a part of that. But in any event, that's what 4-H clubs are. The next public service organization is called Doctors Without Borders. You've, if you haven't heard of Doctors Without Borders, it's an organization that takes skilled doctors around the world to help communities that are in dire need of something and a great example of some of the issues that Doctors Without Borders deal with is like that cleft lip problem. You know, when a young child is born and their face is all disfigured, you know, it's like this or whatever. It's really sad to see kids, but some Doctors Without Borders would send doctors to areas to help fix these situations. Another example I saw on TV was doctors going to the um, Nepal, the Himalayas, where People are living up really high in the atmosphere, like 10,000, 14,000 feet, and they have chronic eye conditions because they don't know how to 
you know, wear sunglasses or whatever. So that's another issue that Doctors with Borders helps with. So it's 4-H clubs we're looking at, Doctors Without Borders. And the last one is YMCA or YWCA, YWCA clubs, which are typically boys and girls clubs that help, you know, provide, um, I'm not sure all that they do, but I'm pretty sure they provide a location for kids to meet, have events, work together, play together, whatever it is that they do. So those are the three organizations and I want you to consider which, which one do you think is of highest consciousness and you know, figure out what, what's it in, on the map. Start at the lowest, what's the lowest, what's the next, what's the highest? And I'll answer that one at the end of this week's podcast. So today I wanna to talk about how to deal with depression. And I know how I've had some severe depression, but I'm not chronically depressed, so it was occasional. And I had a um, traumatic life experience that brought me to the depths of despair and depression. So I know what it feels like. And it's no fun. And even a light depression is no fun. And you're wondering like, what's, what's going on? I, I don't wanna do anything. So I promised myself my intention is to help people let go of lower level emotions, which is depression. Depression is a pretty low level emotion in consciousness on the map. And I'm, let me grab my map. So you can understand that when you're dealing with low-level emotions, sometimes you have to deal with the going up all of the emotions to get out of where you are. So depression is likely in um, the land of despair is the emotion. And it's the level of apathy and indifference. And this is probably pretty deep-seated depression. You can have depression probably at other levels that isn't so despairing. It's just, you know, kind of paralyzing. And that level of consciousness is 50 on the map of consciousness. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I highly recommend you, and you enjoy what I'm sharing here, and you want to learn how to let go of depression and deal with it, I'd encourage you to look at my first 10 episodes because they're really what I call my foundational basics of understanding levels of consciousness and how to help yourself, how to become happy and love yourself and let go of these lower level emotions, which depression is. So depression and apathy, hopelessness is 50 on the map of consciousness. That's very low and you don't want to be hanging out there at all. And as you go up the map, you go into greater power. You're still in a lower level emotion, but to understand the map is to understand that you're letting go of the despair, as an example, and you're moving up into something more with more power and more ability for you to move through these emotions quickly. So from depression, you go up into grief, then fear, then desire, then anger, then pride. Those are all the lower levels emotions. And you've got to understand that you don't want to disparage yourself for having these lower levels of emotions because you're going to stick, you're going to stay there with them if you don't allow them to just come up, stop resisting them. And recognize that you may have to go into more lower level of, of emotions from depression because you're down pretty low when you're dealing with depression. And I experienced that, and I'm going to share my experience with you today. 
how I dealt with depression yesterday. This is yesterday, and I'm typically not depressed. But I talk to life, and I understand levels of consciousness, and I understand what inner joy feels like. And my intention is to let go of whatever is blocking my ability to experience inner joy. And I'm willing to allow life, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, to show me what's in my way. And this is what I feel happened yesterday because I haven't felt depression in a long time. And sometimes you need someone to push your buttons in order to, to reveal what's still hidden. So the story begins with um, an argument I had with my dad this week, last a couple days ago, before the weekend started. And he brought out rage in me, which I didn't think, again, I still had rage in me. But it brought out significant rage and anger. And um, we had it out to an extent. I mean, I didn't, I know better than to let it go, you know, to keep it going. But I had to say enough. I can't talk about this anymore. I get to deal with it without wanting to, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to hurt my dad if I don't get out of here. And you don't want to do that. I'm aware the energy is there to do it. And I have the consciousness aware, the conscious awareness that I'm, this needs to come out, but it can't happen here. It needs to happen. And I got to deal with it on my own. So luckily I left for the weekend and I had a place to, you know, I was going to go visit friends. And I could feel um, kind of a little bit of depression over the weekend and like apathy and wanting to give up and just losing hope type of feelings, which is not common for me. And for those of you, for those of you who this is common for you, it doesn't mean you can't get out of it. You just don't have the tools or the understanding yet, which is I'm going to share with you today. So the weekend was fine. It wasn't the best because I felt this low level stuff going on. And then yesterday was Monday and I had to get back to work. And I felt depression coming in. And I'm like, I had no interest in work. I didn't want to do a thing. And I just kind of sat there in the chair wishing it would go away until I remembered, oh, this needs to come out of me. This is showing me that I still have this running and blocking me from experiencing what I want in my life and having what I want in my life and feeling more joyful and happy in my life. This is, is life showing me, all right, you can sit here and wallow in the depression or you can recognize that it's here and let's get to work on letting it go. So it came to my awareness, okay, I have the tools, I do this all the time, and I just said out loud, I'm willing to let this depression go. I'm willing to experience it out and be with it because I understand it's like letting air out of a too tight balloon or an overinflated tire. It's too, it's overinflated. You gotta let the pressure out. So I just sat with it. And I can tell you it's not comfortable because you think it's going to last forever. And I am here to remind you, it's temporary. It always is, especially when you bring it to light. So I'm sitting with the depression. I have a ton of work I need to do, but I don't have the energy 
or the motivation or the interest in doing it. So I'm like, you know what? There's nothing I can do right now. I'm not going to force myself to bury it again and ignore it. I'm going to sit here with it and allow it to leave me. And I didn't know how long it was going to take. And I didn't enjoy one minute of it until the relief came. Until I felt lightness. And that took less than an hour, less than an hour to be with the depression for it to feel lighter. And that's a sign that you've let it out. And I think speaking it out loud, saying I'm willing to let go of this depression, I'm willing to be with it and experience it out, and I'm willing to accept it's temporary. This is a temporary condition, and I'm grateful that it's presenting itself to me right now because I'm done with it. This is getting in the way of me having the life that I want. I know that. So I'm like, you know what, work can wait because without getting rid of this, it's going to come back again and things aren't going to change. So I'm willing to step into courage on being with the depression because it takes courage to be with it because you feel like it's never going to end. It feels like despair. And you have to remember this is old news. It's not present day. It's old and it's sitting in that old tire of yours that's overinflated and you've got to let it out. So within an hour, it came out. I felt lighter. I got up. I got to work like right away with no inhibitions. I got right to work. <laughs> I got stuff done and I'm recognized. Oh my God, it came out. And I said, thank God for this. I've got to do this again. I'm willing to do this again if I have to. You know, what's an hour of my life? And what if it's, ten, what if it's an entire day? It's worth an entire day of despair if you keep saying, I'm willing to let this go. I'm willing to be with it. And let higher conscious, consciousness help you with the alignment of letting it go and having it be easy. And I know if you have got chronic depression, you won't believe this and you're not going to want to, you're not going to want to do it. But if you're chronically depressed, what's the difference? Just bring it to your own attention. Say, you know what? I'm willing to let this go now. I don't have to be with it anymore. So something else I noticed after I let it go is that another emotion came up, which is a higher level emotion than despair but still a negatively oriented one nonetheless, which is, uh, you know, I, I started to feel like I wanted to lash out at my dad. I wanted to blame and shame him and become a martyr. I wanted to be a martyr and like throw martyrdom at him and say, you know, I'm sacrificing myself and I'm blaming you and all this. It was really intense, hateful feelings I had. And I felt like they weren't going to leave. I felt like this is who I really am. I'm like, oh my God, this is never going to leave me. It felt so intense to me. It felt like this is who I am. So <laughs> it just brought up more emotion in me right now. Because it was such serious hatred. So again, I sat with it. And I said, I'm willing to let this go as much as I want to lash out at somebody right now. I'm willing to let it go. 
And I kept saying, I feel like lashing out. I feel like lashing out. I acknowledged it. And it felt intense. Like this is, I'm going to hurt somebody. I want to hurt somebody. And I just stayed with it. So it got lighter. And as it got lighter, I talked my way through understanding. And my understanding is, this is going on within me. It has nothing to do with my dad. And I understand that wanting to blame and, re and lash out at him is a low vibe. <laughs> it's, it's not his fault. And it's an opportunity for me to let go of it, even though I still have some residual wanting to lash out. It's significantly less when I felt like it wasn't going to go away. I felt like it was with me for life. It was that intense. So you got to not, you're going to, you may have the tendency to want to judge yourself for feeling like you want to hurt somebody and for feeling like you want to blame and shame and make somebody suffer. I get it. I felt it. I was in it. However, it's old news. This could have began when you were a kid and it's a lifetime of, of reactions to this emotion within you and all of the experiences in life that were magnetized to this old emotion that created even more that um, it's all in the past doesn't exist the past doesn't exist but the residual of it exists within you and now's the opportunity for you to let the tire the air out of the tire before it blows <laughs> and feel the difference feel the difference today big time I'm still aware that there's stuff going on and I, I can't have a conversation with anyone right now about it because I still have some wanting to lash out and blame. Way less intense than it was yesterday, that's for sure, but it's still there. So it's best that I just acknowledge that it's still there and acknowledge out loud and willing to let this go and use understanding of the map of consciousness that it serves nobody, definitely does not serve me to want to lash out at anyone. It brings me back down the rabbit hole, down the toilet bowl, I call it, into the bucket of crabs that want to grab you. They want to keep you in. They want to keep you low. They, whatever, those attractor fields, that's what they do. They're impersonal attractor fields that are magnetized to keep you down. That's what they are. That's, what, that's their purpose in life, to provide the contrast and the experience. So, if you're wondering how to deal with depression and you're dealing with it a lot and you're tired of it, this is a way you can deal with depression on your own. Give it a test drive. Don't go off medication to do it. Do it with medication. <laughs> Practice letting go of other things, other levels, you know, other low levels emotions. And when you let go of depression, I it's highly likely it's going to unravel a whole mountain of crap above it. So that's your weekly dose of higher consciousness video cast on how to deal with depression and how to deal with it on your own. If you have the courage to do it, I'd recommend you do it. If you need help, get the help you need to do it. But it's a simple natural remedy and a way for you to try to, try to self help. Get some, it's your own way of dealing. You've got the inner power to do it. We all do. 
So um, the affirmations I just spoke, I always like to leave, leave with some affirmations, but the affirmation is I'm willing to be with depression. I'm willing to experience it out. And I've got my dog, Charlie, yelling for me. So let me get Charlie in here. So the affirmations for how to deal with depression are, when the depression comes up, be with it and say, I'm willing to be with the experience of depression right now. I'm willing to experience it out. I'm willing to allow the trapped energy in my over, over-pressurized tire to let the air, let the depression energy out of my system. And as uncomfortable as it may be, I'm so tired of this, I'm willing to let go of this and allow to experience it out. That's the affirmation for how to deal with depression as it comes up. And I'm willing to accept and understand that I may let it go, but other higher level negative emotions may show up. And I'm willing to recognize that's part of the deal <laughs> and not to judge myself for feeling like wanting to lash out at somebody and make them suffer. Like me, this is anger and resentment and martyrdom was coming up for me. So it's your opportunity to welcome the opportunity to let it go and recognize this is just a part of the energy it's going up the scale that I need to let go of so I can step into higher states of consciousness, and let go of the past and the depression and everything else that's in there. That's the affirmation. You're going to say, I can't do it. I can't sit through it. But if you're depressed all the time, you sit through it all the time. <laughs> so all I'm saying is bring it into your awareness and say you're willing to let go of it now and you're willing to experience it out. All right. So I hope that was helpful. If you need help, get help. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Though I play one on television. <laughs> Just kidding. But I, you know, I go through this stuff so I can help you accept that it isn't easy necessarily and that you can do it. I've done it. You can do it. I'm telling you what it looks like and how to deal with it. And I promise you every single time you're always going to feel better and it's all temporary. All right. So we're going to go back to our weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz, where I wanted you to consider which of these public service groups are of highest consciousness. Try to figure out you know, what, how they go up the map of consciousness. And again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to want to go look at episode three, uh, three and four. I think three talks about higher levels of consciousness on the map. And four talks about lower levels of consciousness on the map. So you need to know the map to put into context how to deal with your life and yourself and your emotions and everything that's going on. So uh, the public service groups we're looking at today are 4-H clubs, Doctors Without Borders, and YMCA and YWCA organizations. And let me just look at my spreadsheet so I give you guys the right consciousness calibrations of all of these. And Dr. Hawkins, uh, this is, everything I teach to you comes from the teachings of Dr. David R. Hawkins, who wrote Power Versus Force. And you'll want to look at the episode number two, which I talk about the teachings of Dr. David R. Hawkins. He's super powerful, what he's brought to light in his book, Power Versus Force, among 
a dozen other or more books on understanding levels of consciousness. Okay. So let's start with the lowest level of consciousness. And again, none of these are low levels of consciousness. They're all very high levels of consciousness, these groups. But the lowest level of consciousness in the, in the three today are 4-H clubs, which calibrate at 370 on the map of consciousness. This is super high. And if you have kids, you want to send them to 4-H clubs. They're going to learn a lot about um, self-reliance, uh, collaborating with others and taking care of animals in 4-H clubs. So 370, uh, most of the world does not calibrate this high, let me tell you. 85% of the world calibrates below 200. So if you're engaged in something in the 300, anything above 200, you're, you're helping yourself and the rest of the world in a big way. So 4-H clubs are huge as to their level of consciousness and how they help young kids get on track with being of higher consciousness in their lives. Let's see, next up was the YMCA and YWCA clubs. They're of very high consciousness as well, and they calibrate at 380 on the map of consciousness versus 370 for 4-H clubs. That's a quantum leap between the two because the map of consciousness is a log logarithm it's a log 10. So uh, 4-H clubs are 10 to the 370th power. The YMCA and YWCA clubs are three, uh, 10 to the 380th power. So they're in about relatively the same ballpark, but they're really a quantum leap apart. So it'd be interesting to look deeper into why the YWCA are such a quantum leap above 4-H clubs. And it, it's I don't know what it is, but it could have to do, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the age of the group that you're dealing with. Maybe it's older kids that are you know, more further along in their own consciousness. I don't know. I, I haven't done the studies into it, but it'd be interesting to look at what their founding principles are and look at the language there. That's where I would start as a student of consciousness. I'd look at that and see what's going on in there that um, would come out to me, stand out to me as of higher consciousness. And finally, Doctors Without Borders is the public service group of the highest consciousness at 500. 500 on the map of consciousness, 10 to the 500th power is the level of love. This is huge. This is beyond science and medicine. This is doctors with love in their hearts, along with brilliance and skills to help others without requiring anything in return. So Doctors Without Borders is, um, if you choose to be in the organization Doctors Without Borders, you're going to become, you're going to be of a higher calling. It's a higher calling to be a part of this, to give unconditionally without expecting anything in return, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how they operate, but I'm pretty sure you're not getting paid a whole lot of money to become a doctor without borders. So that's our weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz. I hope you found that really interesting. And if you want to, a great book I'd recommend from Dr. Hawkins is called Truth Versus Falsehood. And I don't have it with me at the moment to show you, but you can Google it and find it online. And you can find uh, links to all of Dr. Hawkins' books on my website, trumpetertruth.com. And um, there's always a way to find it. 
But the Truth Versus Falsehood book is really excellent because it's a little simpler to understand. And it's kind of written like an encyclopedia of consciousness calibrations. And it's a great way to put everything into context. Like it's fun to see the, the level of consciousness of movies, of books, of times in history, of leaders throughout history, of political um, kind of intentions throughout history. Super, super informative and fun to understand where true power really exists. So check out Dr. David R. Hawkins' book, Truth Versus Falsehood. You'll find it on uh, their website, veritaspub.com, and always on Amazon. That's always, you know, if you forget what was that website, go to Amazon. So that's it for your weekly dose of higher consciousness. I hope help this helped with how to deal with depression. And... Um, Give it a try. If you're chronically depressed, you may not want to try it, or you may just say, you know, I've got the courage and I'm willing to do this because I'm done with this. You always always suggest that you stick on your medication and professional help. This is just a way to, to do it on your own and see what happens. It's not going to kill you. Hopefully, won't drive you nutty either. Anyway, if you enjoy what's going on here, Follow us on our podcast at trumpeteroftruthradio.com. Or if you prefer a video, you can follow me on trumpeteroftruthtv.com. And if you have some questions or um, there's a topic you'd like me to cover, you can email me at liz at trumpeteroftruth.com. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Uh, stay tuned every week, you know, stuff, this just came to me, so I can't really tell you what's going to come up next week, but I do think I'm going to work on the level of consciousness of neutral, because every month I want to pick one level of consciousness and focus on it, and I love the level of consciousness of neutral, because I think you can use it to help you raise your own level of consciousness once you understand how powerful being neutral can be. Thanks for being here, gang. See you next week. And before I go, I always like to end every podcast with this. Love is the truth. Love calibrates at 500 on the map of consciousness. And whether you believe it or not, use the mind and the understanding that true power exists outside of the mind in the realm of love and the nonlinear domain of spirit. See you next week, gang. Thanks for joining me. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcasts or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, 
tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast. Or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode. 